0: Fantasy Fuel is powered by Pole Sports. Get instant fantasy football advice through real time polls by visiting PoleSports.com. I'm getting a little low on fuel. So what are you doing, Doc? I need fuel. Yeah. Give me fuel. Take the fly. Sit me
1: it out of sight.
0: Now, here are your hosts, John Eddy Jr. and Tom Tuttle. The news around the National Football League. How about them Cowboys? (laughs) Yeah!
1: (laughs) Sam Darnold, the best quarterback in the NFL.
0: Well, he's only got two games worth of stats, but, you know. (laughs) I'll take it. He has a win against a team that everybody
1: thought was amazing after week three. After week three, they were uh, flying high. Not like the Jets are flying high now. Oh, my gosh. Getting a win is, one, amazing. Getting, I just, all I wanted was Sam Donald to go out there and just look good. I didn't care too much say, about the win. Getting
0: but, a product you can be proud of on the football yes. field, that was the win this yes. week? You didn't <laughs> think it was going to be all the way. I mean, you had a feeling. So no, I,
1: I said I, we were going to win this game. Now, I wouldn't have been surprised if we lost, but I just i knew it. I knew with everything it was, Sam Donald's coming back. It just knew, like, this was going to be the game that we're going to take, and we're going to – this could be it. I mean, I don't know if you have this on the thing, but our schedule going forward after the Patriots looks really, really nice. And there's a possibility there that if we do what we should against these teams, we could be a playoff team.
0: Yes. uh, I I actually looked at that before – the Dallas game, there are some juicy mashups. I mean, Mm -hmm. Bengals, Dolphins. Redskins. It's Mm -hmm. looking real good. So right off the top, we're going to be talking a lot of NFL news, but right off the top, here's a bit of fantasy advice. (laughs) If you can trade for or pick up some Jets players, maybe not right away, they're playing the Patriots again. But after that... There are some really good matchups. If you can get Le'Veon Bell on the cheap, if you can get Robbie Anderson, I know he just had a really good game. Maybe somebody doesn't think that Robbie Anderson is going to do this that many more times this season. Yeah,
1: he's going to get it a few times.
0: But another one that
1: somebody might still have this guy in the free agency, and that's Sam Darnold. He still might be sitting there. If you're struggling at quarterback, Yes. The next, not this next week, maybe we'll see what happens against the Patriots. I don't expect anything huge out of them, but it could happen. But after that, I mean, there's seven games in a row that are really easy opponents that Sam Darnold could have some stats. I am looking forward to that. Yeah, we'll see. I'm getting myself hyped up, of course, we, for something that we might we be do disappointing. Do
0: do <laughs> uh, now, here is a quote from Sam Darnold on the Cowboys. He said, "Quote: They just kind of did what they do." They do it every single week. They just play one high, occasionally two high, and they like to stop the run. I knew that I had to throw the ball today to have success, and we did that. It's almost like a slap in the face to the Cowboys. It's it like really I knew is. what you
1: were going to do, and that's why we won.
0: Yeah, I that's mean, a- you still have to execute, of no course, but to know and execute at the same time—that is a very smart quarterback. Yeah, I am.
1: I can't, it's not even words I can put into real conversation because this guy is so much better than what we had.
0: Like, we talked about it before we went online. You're like, yeah, we don't need you anymore, Luke Falk. Not even as a backup. No. Go away. And they did that. (laughs) They said goodbye. Good. We'll talk about some other people that got released in a bit. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So let's start with the uh, cowboy bashing. Um,. Right off the bat, we're going to talk about Jerry Jones. Mm. He apparently, on his first day on the job, fired Tom, Tom Landry, uh, one of the greatest coaches the uh, Cowboys has yeah. ever had. Um, and that's the same guy who is now stuck with Jason Garrett for a decade. <laughs> a decade. Yeah, mm-hmm. That is insane. Why Why are we sticking with mediocrity for a decade I like this is maybe a little better than mediocrity. Yeah, there, there, there's a couple playoff wins yeah. scattered in there, but
1: it's just it's not good enough. No, it's, it's not, not good enough. And I think part of it is the fact that I don't want to completely say this, but Tony Romo to me was still a really good quarterback, of course. And he, yeah, he was mediocrity at, at, almost to the T because. They make the playoffs, they lose. That That's kind of how it's been with him too, but it just seemed like it was a better situation with him. Like you had better hopes with Romo than you do with Dak. Dak can be a good quarterback, but it seems like it's wishy-washy with him. You don't know what you're
0: going to get. That was actually the other highlight I was looking for that I didn't have saved, so I'll just tell it to you instead <laughs> of showing it to you. We have okay. a couple highlights we'll show you if you're watching on Twitch. Uh, You could see those. This one was Jason Garrett. After something had happened, I don't know what, but he was trying to. He was doing his clap, 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 and going for high fives, and everybody was just walking past him, not even (laughs) acknowledging his existence.
1: Oh, man. Like
0: That's not good. Yeah, you uh, can tell.
1: Yeah. That's probably going to end up in a bad situation for him.
0: All right. On to some more cowboy bashing. Uh, The NFL NFL teams are now 90 and 1. This is great. Since 1991, when they win time of possession, total yards. Of course. Turnovers. Oh, yeah. Pick up 25 first downs. That's a lot. That's amazing. Convert at least 10 or more third down attempts. Yeah, of course. 10, that's amazing. Um, Except for the Dallas Cowboys. They're that oh, one team this wow. last Sunday wow. to have lost doing all <laughs> of that and not picking up the win.
1: Good job, Cowboys. It is amazing. The first team and probably the last until the Cowboys do it again in 20 years. Yeah.
0: <laughs> insane. That
1: is inc- that is insane. It's, it's crazy and it's awesome and I
0: love it. Uh, so... The Eagles are playing the Cowboys in this next week. Hopefully mm-hmm. I'll be able to do the same exact intro next week. <laughs> I will be very happy if that's the case. Since
1: 1991, <laughs> it's been 90-2. and two.
0: Yeah. No, no, no. I don't want them to even get close to any of that. I want this to be like a 35-10 to 10 game. No questions asked. Yeah. Uh, Cowboys will be reeling from then on out, and I will be happy, even if we are one and done in the playoffs yeah. this yep. year. But anyway, uh, the Eagles are playing the Cowboys uh, this coming Sunday, Mm -hmm. Sunday night football. Uh, They're going to be without uh, one person who was doing some bashing of his own on a former teammate, Kirk Cousins. Mm -hmm. Now, (laughs) as soon as I saw this, I'm like, Zach Brown, you are an idiot. Yes. Why are you talking trash? You are a free agent, like an afterthought pickup on this team. That is not our culture here right now. So why are you doing this?
1: And the talking trash just bit him right in the
0: butt. It really did. bad. Really he, bad. He, he said that Kirk Cousins was the key to the Eagles' victory mm-hmm. and that every <laughs> team wanted him to throw. Well, you might want to take a look at our secondary, Zach Brown. It's awful right
1: You now. might want to just wait till the game <laughs> is over to say something <laughs> like that.
0: I mean, we played such bad defense in that game that there was – Both cornerbacks at one point on that long Stephon Diggs touchdown, Mm -hmm. one of the three he had against us, (laughs) which I'm sure everybody had him in their lineups. Of course you had Diggs (laughs) in your lineup. Um, But anyway, him and Thielen both were completely wide open. There were no safeties anywhere to be seen, Mm -hmm. and both corners were looking at each other like, where's our back up here. Uh, they were playing it like they were playing a zone defense and there was but nobody over to the top. It was supposed to be zone. It was supposed to be man. It I... was a quarters defense, which is in between a zone and a man. But yeah, it was, there must've been something on that play that had made both of the safeties. Or if there was only one made it bite early and there's just <laughs> nobody there. So yeah, Kirk cousins can look like an MVP caliber quarterback against the worst secondaries in the league. Yeah. <laughs> So this, I'm not giving Kirk Cousins now this everything. Is, this is yet. just making
1: me think. <laughs> what would have happened last week if
0: Donald was playing against the Eagles? Oh man, that could have been way different. It would have been much different. Gosh,
1: <laughs> why did he have to get sick?
0: Don't know. It's it's all a part of the NFL plan. <laughs>
1: I, you have to have mono. I don't want mono. <laughs> you got mono you now. No. <laughs>
0: Oh, boy. Well, this week was way different than last week. Last week, we're talking about the amazing performances of all these wide receivers and running backs and quarterbacks. And this week, there really wasn't much of that. Yeah. In fact, there was a lot of the opposite of that this week. Mm-hmm. And we're going to start with the NFL's highest paid player <laughs> in guaranteed money, Jared Goff. Mm. Mm. Jared Goff. Um, I mean, he's amazing. Amazing. I mean, we touched on it a long time ago. <laughs> We've talked about it a couple of times. Something's going on there where it feels like that offense doesn't actually run through Jared Goff. And mm, You're right. Take a look at this. Jared Goff, heading into week seven, he's tied for last in his division for touchdowns, last in completion percentage, first. <gasps> In interceptions. Oh, that's not a good one. Last in QB rating and first (laughs) in
1: fumbles. I mean, he's first in some categories there. I mean, that's good. If you're not first, you're last. And this is bad (laughs)
0: both ways, no matter how you look at it. I would have never
1: thought that, to be honest. I would have never thought he was last or first in some of these categories. He's just the worst. How is that really possible? What a team... That went to the Super Bowl last year, now, rightly so, they probably shouldn't have been in the Super Bowl, but still, Super Bowl or championship game, either way, it was a good team, right, they're still not terrible, but wow, that's crazy that he has all the really bad and who who stat are the other lines.
0: quarterbacks in his division, Russell Wilson, yeah, well, obviously yeah. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Garoppolo, yeah, right now it looks fine, yeah, good. And who else?
1: Uh, I gotta think. You put me on the spot. Yeah, I know. I like to do that. Don't sometimes. do this to me. Come on, man. Just just say what the team is, and then I can tell you. The Cardinals. Oh yeah, Kyler Murray. Uh, I don't. <laughs> I don't particularly like Kyler Murray, but he's he's not. He's, he's making his statement to a certain extent. He's his, not absolutely horrendous. His
0: team's not great, but right. He's doing fine for a rookie quarterback that's like five two. That's true.
1: I like short quarterbacks. I I should actually like him more than I do.
0: All right. Uh, More Jared Goff news. Um, This says, think of all the bad quarterback play you've seen in the last 20 years. (laughs) All the bad weather. Yeah. Third string quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. Great pass defenses Mm you've watched. There have only been seven games since 2000 where a team gained a first down on 4% or worse of their past plays, yesterday Jared Goff added to that list. <laughs> wow. Now, I mean. <laughs> yesterday they went against the Niners, and the Niners are shocking some people. Yeah. So their defense really is good good legit. They're a really good team.
1: Uh, and nobody real nobody's talking about it. It seems like everybody's sitting saying say, oh, look at the Patriots and they're still saying look at the Chiefs even though they kind of been stumbling a little bit. Nobody's talking
0: about there the 49ers. There are two undefeated teams left, a Tom Brady led team and yep. a Jimmy Garoppolo led team. Yep. <laughs> it's uh it's that's what I'm saying nobody is talking about it. They are not. Uh, let's keep talking about Jared Goff. <laughs> uh Jared Goff who fumbled in 10 straight games prior to not fumbling the previous week fumbled again on Sunday that is 13 fumbles and 13 interceptions in the last 12 games for him that now. is just bad 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 news what is going on it's, it's that offensive line
1: just must be really bad to where he just can't get it off good enough or when he does get it off <laughs> it's 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 in the arms of some other uh Other team,
0: Uh, wow! I don't know what's going on. I mean, we half joked about oh, Sean McVay runs this offense and he calls the plays and he tells Jared Goff who to throw the ball to. It it feels can't work that way. It's actually happening, and Jared Goff cannot make a decision on his own very well unless it's a bad team. They need
1: what McVay needs is he needs a quarterback that's a robot, (laughs) and he needs a, a. A A controller, yeah. And he can play Madden with that quarterback. and then that NFL on Fox robot thing
0: (laughs) that they used to have on there. I don't know if they still do. I don't know
1: if they still do or not, but that thing was definitely – that's what he needs for sure. Uh,
0: (laughs) Now, it's not on our notes here, but there was another team also in L.A. that has been struggling, the Chargers. I didn't watch any of that game last night, and I saw some highlights after it was over and looked at the stats, and I'm like – What's going on? And before you say anything, I have to mention, uh, if you watched uh, the stream before Tom joined me on Sunday morning, I was making fun of Hunter Henry. (laughs) He's coming back. Oh, he's probable. He's probably going to get into action. I'm like, why would anybody play Hunter Henry (laughs) when he's questionable but probable? (laughs) And then he gets 100 yards and two touchdowns. I'm like, yep. I'm sorry, and I think it was eight
1: receptions. If I'm yeah. recalling correctly, he's the only
0: one that did anything on that. team yeah. on yep. Sunday, Philip yep. Rivers. Without him, would have been horrible again. Mm-hmm. Now Philip Rivers just got beat by Devlin Hodges.
1: It's just I don't, I don't know what's going on with the Chargers. But I will say this: when half of your stadium is filled with the other team, I think it was more than fans, half. It has to be. It, it, every time they shot any part of the. Uh, the audience, the audience, the crowd. Terrible towels. You could see black jerseys and, yeah, terrible towels. And you're just like, this can't happen. No. That team is on the other side of the country. (laughs) And you're drawing more people for that team than the home team. I mean, that's just, that's sad. You can't expect to win games when you're away every single week. Right. I think that's the problem right now. Well, it's part of the problem. They have a lot of other issues, but it has to be demoralizing it, as a team to go into your home stadium and have less than half of your stadium filled with, other, with your fans.
0: It, it's insane, and a guy that everybody had been counting on for the first five weeks of the season was lighting it up. Uh, he kind of had a bad day even in week five, but he made up for it with 15 catches. Talking about Austin Eckler, yeah, he yep. did nothing. Mm-hmm. Three catches, fourteen yards, five carries, fourteen yards. He touched the ball eight times. Mm-hmm. I don't. What are the Chargers doing? Not getting and it's your not most... like
1: it's not like Melvin Gordon did amazing. Oh no! So it's like I mean I got enough points out of him to win my fantasy football just game, barely. but just barely. Oof. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Austin Eckler's been your best player on the team all year, and you just didn't give it to him enough. Melvin Gordon's just not. He's not there yet. No. If he's going to get there, it's not yet, and it needs to happen sooner rather than later. And if it's not going to happen, it needs to be Eckler because he's
0: outperformed him by a lot. So far. So speaking of L.A. teams, um. There was a strong rumor, apparently, floating around in recent weeks that the NFL asked if St. Louis wanted the Chargers. That makes no sense.
1: You just had a team. (laughs) You
0: just had the other team that moved to L.A. (laughs) Now you want the other L.A. team to move back? I understand the Chargers aren't doing well out there, and nobody really cares, it seems, that they even have a team to root for. I I would
1: imagine the Chargers would almost take this seriously. It but might. it's just weird to say, to St. Louis, hey, uh, we don't have a team anymore, and it feels weird. <laughs> we need somebody,
0: and we can't ask the Rams back. That would just be weird. I don't know. <laughs> I, I would like it. I personally would like it because then there is another city close enough near us that we, we could, could actually drive go, to yeah, it. Yeah. It's it not even that much further than us going to Green Bay, really. Yeah. Maybe an hour and a half. I think it would ish. be a little further? But of, yeah, it's a little bit. It's, it's a, But if you're willing to go four and a half hours right. to Green Bay, I'm willing to go right. six six and a half you hours. You know what's to funny is I
1: rather go to Green Bay than I than Chicago. even though oh, yeah. Chicago's a lot closer to us, yeah, I would much rather go to Green Bay. Yeah, not not a fan of Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> it's I just don't. It's just too much. It's like I can't handle all this traffic and all that.
0: I'm not a I'm not a city person. People. Yeah, no. Uh, I mean, I'm really not. I'm a mid city person but that's, <laughs> mid-city yeah
1: what does that even mean
0: it means i don't want to be in la or new york but i'm okay with you know madison milwaukee okay Minneapolis. yeah that's not
1: to me that's i guess that's kind of city
0: huh? i guess mid-city makes sense uh, i'll let it i'll let it pass something like that um <laughs> yeah so let's move on to one of the worst Games on the slate. And I'm not talking about Washington and <laughs> oh, Miami yet. That's, I mean, to me, that's got to be the worst. But look, move on. Let's I go. am talking about Denver and Tennessee. Mm. And who did we see in the Tennessee game? We finally saw
1: the new starting quarterback in Ryan Tannehill. If they don't have him starting next week, there's something wrong with that team. There's something. You have to start him. He is a starting quarterback, or at least he was. He is, he's is he got the capabilities to be a decent starting quarterback. Not going to be spectacular. He's not going to win you 16 games in a season. But he can at least win you eight out of 16. At least get close to that. Right now, that's better than what Mariota's giving you. Cause, I mean, if you saw that play that you sent me, it was just horrendous.
0: Just the insane. The way Mariota
1: is just terrible at that. Yeah. It's just horrible.
0: Uh There was a comparison. Well, I'll I'll tell you that play. Uh, Marcus Mariota, he almost got sacked. It was on a play where the Broncos only sent two men in pass rush, and there was only ten men on the field. Marcus Mariota scrambled around enough where the offensive line just gave up, and he almost got sacked close to the line (laughs) of scrimmage with nobody around him. It was just... Mind, like, they it's stopped two man playing rush. for him. Two-man rush. They stopped playing for him. So I'm uh, looking up uh, Ryan Tannehill's number, because he only got to play a little bit. Uh, but he was 13 of 16 yeah. for 144 yards with an interception. Now they were playing, they were down, like, what, 16 or 17 to nothing. So yeah. he, he had to force some things. So he only had a few points. Um, 13
1: of 16. That's Still, that's you only incomplete is three, and one of them was interception, so only two real incompletions. Right. Oh, no, it doesn't make sense. Whatever. Yeah, Keep it's going. okay.
0: Um, But there was a comparison I saw. I'm not taking credit for it, but <laughs> there was a comparison that said Marcus Mariota is missing too many layups, <laughs> and Jameis Winston is attempting too many three-pointers. That might be true,
1: but like I said before, I think that if you miss – Three pointers—it's more acceptable than missing layups. Now I know what you're gonna say, (laughs) but to me, at least you're trying to get some. I don't know. It's just three pointers being missed. It way more acceptable. A
0: better fantasy quarterback. We're not talking NFL caliber quarterbacks. Now, here is Marcus Mariota's stats on the day mm. uh, because I had to scroll to the very bottom of the list that I have because he ended the day with negative 1.08 points in the league I'm looking at. 7 of 18 for 63 yards, 2 interceptions, 2 attempts for 4 <sighs> yards. That's I mean, we've been seeing just blah play for him except when he's in garbage time. Yeah, yep. And it's just horrible. Hopefully, we're done with the Marcus Mariota experiment.
1: I, I, it has to be at this point. The only other reason he needs to be on NFL field is if the other quarterback gets hurt, and then say, "All right, well, back up. He, Put backup." He the backup could in. be a fine backup. Oh, he's a fine backup. I'm not going to say he's not a fine backup. He can be <laughs> if if you can still win a game with Marcus Mariota if he's on the field there's possible they won what three two games three three games uh, they yeah, they've know. won so games much. with they've Marcus Mariota games, yes so you can win but he's not going to give you a ton of wins so you need somebody else to actually help you with that now i don't know if Tannehill's going to yeah, be that, that guy might not be but, it
0: either but that's okay now let's move on to the other worst game of the day this,
1: this is <laughs> the, the, you know the dolphins had a
0: chance they I'll, had their I'm going to get to that. <laughs> I'm going to get to that. Okay. I'm going to start off with a nice little stat. Since 2008, ESPN's Football Power Index has assigned a matchup quality score for every game each week in advance on a 0 to 100 scale. Can you take a guess on what this <laughs> particular game I scored? Know,
1: I don't even know how this is possible.
0: <laughs> how do you get a 0.0 now that is just so bad. There was absolutely nothing that anybody wanted to see in that game except for me. I pulled Joe Mixon two minutes before noon, our time to put in Terry McLaurin. <laughs> <laughs> Best okay. decision I made yes, all week. Yes.
1: And I, I and mean, I was watching here and there, you know, red zone and whatnot. Yeah. For for uh Kenyon Drake, as the only guy I have on either one of those teams on any league, I believe. And, yeah, and he did okay. He's fine. He's fine. He's he, got his difficult ten points. Ten points. he got his 10 points. 10 points every <laughs> week. I'm okay with that. That's, yeah, that's fine. That gives me what I need.
0: Like, MJ, it's like, say so totally, the cringe cringeworthy player of like, the week. <gasps> <laughs> uh, yeah, and it comes from the game you thought it would. Yes, of course. I feel so bad for this guy. But, I, yeah, Josh Rosen's, air yards to the sticks. We're talking about how far he is throwing it in relation to the first down marker. Yeah. His average was a negative 8.9, meaning he threw 8.9 yards short of the first down marker. Yeah. On average. Yep. Which means he was throwing it basically a, a yard. (laughs) <laughs> that's from it. the line of scrimmage one point I, one of, point yard, just, one, well, I don't uh, that's, that's worse than Luke Falk and I was
1: saying that like <laughs> yes, Luke Falk heard. that's all he did was throw oh it to Le'Veon Bell every single play but if that's worse than Luke Falk I'm sorry does that mean he should get cut like Luke Falk <laughs> maybe there's no point in really having him there's no point in continuing to go down the rabbit hole. You might as well just throw Fitzpatrick out there and say, "What? who cares, let's they, do it. I they, know they did. They did.
0: I can't believe it. And they it. they almost this won. This cycle is going to happen multiple times in the same year for Ryan Fitzpatrick <laughs> this year, it looks like. <laughs> oh, that That's, that guy with as much.
1: It's How many teams has it been now that he's been on? Like eight or nine. He's always started. He has always he's always started. He's always started on every team he's been on.
0: Yeah. It's Excuse me. unbelievable. Now, on to that two-point try, <laughs> um, which was aimed at Kenyon Drake, mm-hmm. and he dropped it. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't think he was going to score, even if he got the pass, as soon yeah, as he was, yeah. hit his hands, there was two or three Washington defenders right there yeah. that nobody felt like blocking. So he heard the footsteps. Okay, it happens from time to time. <laughs> Fred Smoot said on the Dolphins two-point try, I think they went for Tua, not two. <laughs> I wish I could take credit for coming up that's, with that. That's, that's a that good one. Beautiful. That is a good one. They went for Tua. They went for Tua. Yeah,
1: why? I mean, and why they even... may have succeeded
0: in that particular attempt.
1: Yes, I don't know why you would try to win at this point. You're the guy you traded for, whom you thought maybe there's a chance he's going to be a, a starting quarterback for us. Mm-hmm. Garbage. Garbage. Fitzpatrick isn't good. He's not garbage. I'm not going to say Fitzpatrick's garbage. He's not good. He's not your future. No. You you have to go for Tua. You have you to. You
0: have to just purposely lose. Do all you can. And I'm not even sure Tua is the best quarterback that's going to come out. I'm seeing some good things out of Jalen Hurts. Not that that's a surprise for anybody yeah. to say. But, yeah, it, they got to go for something. They need to go else. for a quarterback.
1: That number one pick needs to be theirs. They to need
0: be. to have their choice of whoever they want. Because they need the first five people <laughs> with all, the all, people of of. Yeah, no, all of them no, quarterbacks, all of them quarterbacks competition. Um, so let's, let's move back to some positive news <laughs> about a team. Um, we're going to talk about the 49ers, but I'm going to start off by naming a few wide receivers. Uh, Mike Evans. Yes. Pretty good wide receiver. Mm-hmm. His counterpart, Chris Godwin. Yeah. Have good. a great year. Oh Yeah. Great year. Odell Beckham Jr. Mm, yeah. Uh, really. he's, he's had a super couple superstar. of good games. He, yeah. he is a superstar. Yeah, still superstar. Uh, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, and Brandon Cooks. All, all good receivers. Premier yep. wide receivers combined against the 49ers. Now this listen season, to this. This is combined, amazing. Combined. Six wide receivers in basically three games, 14 catches, 143 yards, and one touchdown combined. combined, Six guys. And that's
1: if if that was just one week, that would be a really good week. But we're not talking about one week. I mean, these are premier wide receivers against the 49ers. It just they're they're completely stopping these high-end receivers and there's no reason. And three of these guys are on the same team. Yeah. So you would, think, you would think one of them down. guys would have done something. That was but this last couldn't. week we were right. talking
0: about. It was a terrible offensive performance mm-hmm. for the Rams. And the 49ers defense needs their credit. Maybe yes, it was do. more on the defense than it was on the offense, but that's just a all-time horrible performance for an offense there. And... Keeping with the 49ers, let's talk about George Kittle since yeah, there's only great. a couple tight ends that are even performing yeah. well this year. He is one of them, and he apparently is the most efficient receiver in football. That's including wide receivers. Yeah, Yards per route, run leaders. He is right at the top, beating Stefan Diggs, Amari Cooper, Michael Thomas, and Michael Gallup. All those offenses have just gone all out in the last couple of, you know, three, four weeks and George Kittle is outperforming all of them. Maybe not in fantasy numbers per se. Not in fantasy
1: no, I just want to put I want <clears throat> yes. to put that in a little bit of perspective. When you put it down to average, he is second overall. Okay. Now right now he's actually fourth in scoring but second overall and when in average and the only other person who is ahead of him is Austin Hooper who's been The bright spot of that entire Falcons team. Yes. Now, I don't know what's going on with Julio because that's a disappointment to a certain extent, and you drafted this guy to be a number one receiver, and you're just not getting number one out of him.
0: He had an okay week this week. but this. I
1: mean, it's fine. It's just not number one superstar wide receiver that you were expecting to get out of him.
0: Yeah. uh, I'm looking up his numbers right now. Julio Jones, I mean, he's number seven overall. But it's just...
1: You didn't expect him to be number seven. And some of these weeks, he's not playing number seven. He's playing worse than that. But you expected him to be top five at the very minimum. Yeah. You didn't want him to go lower than that, and he's already lower than that.
0: I mean, after two straight weeks of under 10 points, he at least got back to 18. So it, there was no touchdown involved. 18 is fine. Yes. But he has to do that. He has to do that every week. Every, every single week. week. And speaking of the Falcons... Let's talk about austin hooper this guy is on fire now yes. yes he played against the cardinals we told you fire him up oh, man! if you're in dfs i don't care yeah. if everybody's gonna play him you gotta take you him. have to because otherwise somebody who does play him even though it's the most popular decision it still pays out to them because he is averaging right now uh about 18 and a half points a game in ppr that's perfect. and that's Perfect. Perfect. I mean, that's like Travis Kelsey yeah. Gronkowski ish yeah. type numbers. Mm-hmm. It's not like Rob Gronkowski Hall of Fame type numbers.
1: I don't even want to talk about Gronk because that going to make me mad. because he's, he's going to come back. And
0: I just he is right now the only tight end over a hundred points yeah. in this league mm-hmm. that I'm looking at. Nineteen points ahead of Mark Andrews, <laughs> and. Uh, 23 points again over Travis Kelsey, and about 30 points ahead of Evan Ingram, who did not play this last week. Right, right, right. So Evan Ingram is the closest one on average uh, to Austin Hooper. But Austin Hooper is a name that is going to be talked about in this offseason because... He is just 24 and in the final year of his rookie deal.
1: And do you think the Falcons are going to go for it? Where do they, have where have do they enough money? Where do they have the money? They're paying a ton to Matt Ryan, a ton to Julio. That's most of their money to begin with, right? How are you gonna How are you gonna afford a tight end who's performing better than all other tight
0: ends? Yeah, he leads all tight ends and catches. He's eighth in the NFL in receiving yards and is on pace for 112 catches, 1,280 yards, and eight touchdowns. That is like yeah. top five wide receiver numbers at yep. the end of the year. And the, and there's something wrong with this offense, too. No, this or isn't maybe something not, messed I up. shouldn't say there's something wrong with this offense. There is something, something with wrong the team. with the Falcons because yes. congrats are in order to Matt Ryan, becoming the first QB in NFL history. To complete eighty percent of his passes for over three hundred yards and four touchdowns, no interceptions, and lose. That's something we're see- we're seeing this more and more. We talked about the Cowboys and how they yeah. had all those stats. won. yeah, lost, yeah. These it, it feels like teams are getting up and they're letting them come back, getting all these yards. They're playing this. Weird new bend-but-don't-break defense. Yeah, and I don't like that. I don't either? I don't like it. But it's working.
1: It's working, but I still don't like it. (laughs) You don't have to like it. (laughs) I I feel like the Jets could have put that game away if we were to to have played our defense the same way, except for they just didn't. They just let them come back. And then what happens when you let people come back? They have a chance to tie the game, and the Jets...
0: (sighs) Well, and then, after six straight penalties on six straight plays. That was plays. so bad. That was so bad.
1: Like, I've seen so many people complain about penalties, complain <laughs> about this guy shouldn't have, you know, pass interference, whatnot. That was bad. I don't know how you get five consecutive, I'm pretty sure it's five consecutive pass interference plays. Oh, no, no, there was a holding on the Cowboys in there somewhere. But all the rest of them were like pass interference against the Jets. Yes. And I was just like, this is insane. And I th- I thought they're going to call pass interference
0: on the two point conversion yes, but they know. didn't. So, uh, I was holding my breath. I, it was I felt the same as I was looking for a flag at the end of the Eagles Super Bowl when that ball was in the air and it bounced on the ground and I'm like Look around. Uh, is it No, is it? <laughs> no. They lost? Oh my god. Oh, oh my god. Okay, I can breathe again. <laughs> Because I needed the Cowboys to lose very badly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very badly. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, the Falcons, I mean, Devonta Freeman finally had a good week. Yeah. He had a couple of touchdowns and was in, I think, all of my lineup. So I hadn't um, benched him yet, but (laughs) it was getting close to that time where I was thinking (laughs) about it. But luckily he was still in there. And a guy that um, I shouldn't. Bench anywhere for any reason, and I normally wouldn't. But in one league, I have both Patrick Mahomes and Russell Wilson, and I'm not sure what to do anymore.
1: Ooh, you toss a coin up (laughs) every week. No, just look at matchups and try and go with the best matchup because it's really difficult to bench Mahomes. But when you have Russell Wilson, (laughs) I don't know what else you could. I can't tell you what to do. Because you have to you have to go with the the guy that's producing and it depends on I guess the matchups.
0: Yeah. You well, have to
1: go you have to stream them together. I
0: don't, I don't think it matters for Russell Wilson what the matchup is because he confirmed already that he led a first half touchdown drive with all communications completely severed from the coaches. He called all the plays. Yeah. And did everything that needed to be done and mm-hmm. just doop, 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 touchdown. Perfect.
1: Here we go. The guy's the guy is really good. I mean, I don't know how many times we've got to say this every week, but it seems like people still aren't getting it in no, their heads. They aren't. He's the best quarterback in fantasy football right
0: now. Do you remember the poll sports question that I asked you as soon as you got on? I was like, yeah. I can't believe this is even a thing. I was like, <laughs> who are you going to play? Matt Ryan or the number one overall quarterback in fantasy football? Clearly Matt Ryan. I mean.
1: Why wouldn't you play Matt Ryan?
0: Who Who is asking? <laughs> I, I mean. They both had good games, so it didn't sure. matter in the end. But
1: it's still the number one overall because he's been really good and for the most part consistent. He had a couple of weeks where he was kind of like, okay, yeah. we'll see what happens. But then he's been producing at a very high level, and he's amazing. I can't say it enough. Yep. And if I could have a quarterback and a running back, it would be Russell Wilson, Chris McCaffrey. I should put my best lineup together. Based off your favorite line, my favorite best, whatever you want to call it line, and
0: then see if it would have even been possible to draft all those guys. Uh, Russell Wilson and McCaffrey. Yes, obviously those are because you're not taking Russell Wilson in the first round of the fantasy draft. If you are, uh, I've got more leagues that I need you in. (laughs) But that's another story. Uh, One more question here before we get to some stats and a couple of highlights, Uh, which is impressive, more impressive. Carolina going 4 and 0 without Cam Newton or New Orleans going 4 and 0 without Drew Brees.
1: Both impressive. Of course. But I'm going to say this and we just I just talked about Christian McCaffrey and I think it's a little more impressive out of Christian McCaffrey because that's who they've been playing that's who they've been leaning on. Oh, yeah. It's not been the quarterback, it's not been the wide receivers. I mean they've contributed obviously, but Christian McCaffrey is the entire offense and they win with Well, oh, come now, on
0: now. Curtis Samuel scored just as many touchdowns yeah, as sure, sure. that's fine. Did. But Christian McCaffrey <laughs> is
1: the main reason that they are winning games. And I don't think it matters who is the quarterback as long as they're halfway decent. Now, if it's Cam Newton and he's actually healthy and his mind is right, <laughs> then I think they have a better chance of winning. And maybe it's not all on Christian McCaffrey, but they're still going to use him at a ridiculous amount. And I think he is, to me, that's – that's what's been most impressive the numbers he's put up yes. since Cam Newton has been out has been astronomical
0: yeah it would be really interesting to see what they could do if cam was healthy and back to his MVP year form yeah. with a weapon like Christian McCaffrey. No, of course. yeah. I doubt we'll ever see that again. <laughs> I don't know. Um, oh, it's, a, it's so yeah. You're saying Carolina is more yeah, impressive. Yeah, I think it's more impressive. Based on your fanboyishness of Christian McCaffrey. I which, mean, it's clear, though. I I mean, it's <laughs> clear, it's I know, obvious. I, I just had to slide that in there. <laughs> um, I got to say it's more impressive that New Orleans has gone 4-0 without Breeze because – they never expected to be without Drew Brees. There That's was true. questions about Cam Newton dating all the way back to last year, but we had no idea it was going to be Kyle Allen. Now, right. Teddy Bridgewater was a serviceable quarterback. I never thought he was amazing, right. but he has had just enough time to learn that offense and learn from Drew Brees, and he also has better weapons. For the Saints to play the defense that they've been playing, yeah. I mean, oh, win yeah. a game twelve to ten against Dallas. Now we're still all up there on Dallas, not sure what to actually think. <laughs> I know what I want to believe.
1: I'm gonna do. It. I'm not a Cowboys fan. I'm not an Eagles fan. I'm nothing. I. And yes, the Jets just beat them, but the Cowboys at best will be nine and seven this year. I, I hope think you're they right. will be. I think they will be possibly worse than that. I think. Eight and eight is probably. That's the numbers coming out. Well, right <laughs> now they're they've they're, done that so they're three times. and three right now, so that's yeah, five hundred Tied
0: for first with the crappy <laughs> secondary of the Philadelphia Eagles, and
1: it's going to be the Giants that win that division,
0: dude. If well, they, they, they can't be in first place after next week because the Cowboys and Eagles play yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah. Well, if
1: wait, what's the Giants' record?
0: Uh, I believe they're two and four. Okay, yeah, they can't so, even if you guys tied, right? It's not gonna... Yeah, so oh, boy, it's going to be interesting. <laughs> but yeah, I like that the the Saints are four and zero without Drew Brees, and that yeah, uh, it hasn't been a smooth road for Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas. Michael right. Thomas seems yep. to have done better uh, since Drew Brees went out, not because he's went out, but he has stayed closer to the same type of. Uh, player. Alvin Kamara has had a little bumpier road to get to the amount of points that he's gotten. He's had to get a few more catches. I mean, at one point I saw he had like seven catches for 39 yards or something. Yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah. well, he's got 10 points at yeah. this point, but <laughs> man, that is a hard-earned 10 fantasy points when you got to get it all in PPR like that. I think that's
1: part of the reason I think it's more impressive. I'm not even going to say the Panthers. I think it's just all... Uh, Christian McCaffrey, I think that's just more important. It's funny, my brother texted me, he's like, oh, they shut down Christian McCaffrey this last week. And I said, well, yeah, I suppose you can say that if you're looking at the (laughs) yards and all that stuff. But he had two touchdowns. But if you just look at that one play, that one pass catch that he ran the ball, and had this crazy juke move. And it just... It wasn't that... You
0: had to watch it a couple of times to really see because there wasn't a big jump from where he was to where he went but people were just falling over next yeah. to him because he made him think he was going somewhere else so
1: <laughs> it, it's it's deception and yes. it's he's really good at it and i yeah i showed that to my brother and he was like oh wow that looked like madden It's like it just mm-hmm. and yeah, a, little that's, bit. a little bit a i mean when bit. The, somebody is playing football and it looks like a video game that's when you know they're good
0: that is when you know <laughs> Well, I have a couple of things here. I want to start off with a fun one okay. that we want to play. And this <laughs> is the Seattle Seahawks. They're having some fun. They're winning. It was a weird win against the Browns. They almost let yeah. them come back, yeah. and that was that was terrible. Yep. But a touchdown celebration. Now, we have referenced this particular music in the past. <laughs> And now we're going to show so, you.
1: If you're watching, you're going to see it. But if watching, you're not watching, this is why you got to go to Twitch. Yes, exactly. And watch it.
0: Come watch us on twitch.tv slash Fuel. If you haven't yet, it's a much better experience, yes, in my opinion. of course. Because we do answer questions before and after the show. Sometimes we interact a little bit more instead of just a podcast where you can't be friends with us. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. Oh, okay. Anyway, here is a highlight of the Seattle Seahawks in the end zone dancing to some music that somebody <laughs> synced up to it. <laughs> it was That's just
1: awesome. That's perfect. That's, that is awesome. Wow. I love that. I mean, how do you get them did they have to slow the video down at all to match it up with the it
0: was just slightly off I mean, but it they was they had to have practiced
1: good. it with the music well yeah and <laughs> that's um, that's what i want to see <laughs> i want to see the players like if we do so, if we do this
0: we're gonna do this celebration. We gotta practice it, okay? Well, you know, if you and I were on a team like that that could celebrate, we would play in something unbelievably that means, dumb like this. That means they have
1: to be playing that music in the background. And then if I can just see a coach walking past the lock. They're studying what film. They?
0: What what film are you studying? That's guys? A Backstreet Boys video. That's an in sync video. That's, I'm like, no, that's not the film you should be studying, guys. <laughs> Anyway, that was the fun one. Yeah. This is the one I want to show. <laughs> because last week, this particular player, Will Fuller, had yeah. one of the best weeks we've seen from a wide in a long time. Mm-hmm. He almost had that same performance again this week. and It doesn't look like No, it, it doesn't. Not on paper, it doesn't. At all. Mm-mm. But here we go. Will Fuller um, just not, not doing what he needs to do.
1: Watson sets up. Deep ball.
0: Double bobbled in the end zone. Gotta catch it. Deep, wide open, falls down, can't come up with it. (laughs) And the last one here, over the shoulder, could have done it. Yep. Didn't.
1: That's three potential touchdowns. And which would have put him in astronomical numbers again.
0: And, uh, I don't think I have the stat on the notes here, but the houston texans i believe ran 36 more offensive plays than the chiefs did in that game that's insane and if they would have insane. scored on some of those plays it would have been a blow it could have been
1: yeah and really with will fuller all you really need out of him you don't need him to catch all three you just need no, him to of catch of one not. of those and that's a you're a very comfortable a saving. Him. yes yeah. Now, I started him, and I was still okay with it. Yeah. And he gave me, a, I think it was nine
0: points, something, something like, like that. that. Not what I was expecting. If he's your wide receiver three, you're like, All right.
1: He was in my flex, so I didn't have a problem having yeah. Will Fuller in my flex. That's a really good flex spot for me. Yep. So, yeah, it was a little different. I still won, barely. Barely. Because of Melvin Gordon giving me six points
0: or whatever it was. Not because of Tyreek Hill? Oh, that did help, didn't it? Oh, my oh, goodness. that was so big. So big. Tyreek Hill coming back this week. That is one of the first performances we will talk about fantasy-wise. It didn't really feel like it was an amazing performance, but coming off the injury and coming back, and his first touchdown wasn't a Tyreek Hill touchdown. It wasn't mm. him blowing by guy. It was him boxing out a receiver and jumping up for the ball like <laughs> – who is this person? This is this is supposed healthy. to be. He's healthy. He's, healthy. he's healthy. Uh, healthy. Five catches and eighty yards. Not a huge stat line there, right? But got the two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. In, so beautiful.
1: Bam. And yeah, I mean that's that's all you need out of him because that's just beautiful. Just, I st- and, and in the listener league, I've been I was doing so bad. Finally, doing so bad <laughs> because I was like one 3 three i think now i am going to be three and three and i'm i'm heading in the right
0: direction you are headed in the right direction it, it took a bit but he's he's finally that was part of the risk
1: because this listener league i have nothing to lose no of course i don't there's nothing We're giving to... away a jersey right Matter if
0: you and i play each other right in the finals so. i
1: was trying something i was trying okay let me give me melvin gordon that was one of the picks i kind of right. wasted there's a couple other ones that you know I could say, but then I didn't know Tyreek Hill was going to get hurt right. and miss a bunch of times. So that put a huge rent. And I can't, tra- I can't drop him. No, I mean, there's no chance I'm going to drop Tyreek Hill. Even if I could, I don't, I don't even think it's possible. I think that's uh, one of the guys I'm not allowed yeah. to drop.
0: I believe you are correct on that one.
1: Yeah, I'm not allowed to drop him. So yeah, yeah, uh, Tyreek Hill, amazing, love it. He's in my lineup every week from now.
0: Oh, a guy um, I took in pretty much all of the pole sports polls mm-hmm. that had him in there, and I believe he probably was on top of everybody because anybody that was above him was not an option against him. And that was Alshon Jeffrey.
1: Yeah. And he was
0: he was good. He yeah. ten for seventy six and a touchdown. That's yep. good for twenty three points. In oh, yeah. That that's a great one. And I actually got him off of waivers in a league like four weeks wow. ago. I'm like I know That's he's not been doing great, but um, he should still be on your bench I, for a I, little to bit. To me,
1: uh, there's no. I'm, I'm still stashing Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, I'm not going to put him on the waiver wire. He's on my team because he, he can be. Really oh, good. oh, my God. We need what, him. So what's bad. the timeline on him? When is he
0: coming he back? He is not 100%, but there is a chance he plays this coming week. Okay. They may have just been saving him for, for Dallas. this. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and it's possible, I mean. Robbie Anderson is not as fast, but he's fast. He's not as fast as Deshaun Jackson, and Jackson can fly. So if he's anywhere close to what Robbie Anderson did last week with that 92-yard reception, (laughs) we could have another one of those.
0: Exactly. Um, Of course, the – Highest fantasy points getter this week was Stefan Diggs. We referenced him earlier. Yeah. How many people out there had him on his man, on their I, bench? I, I mean, I picked him up off of waivers in the listener mm, league. I didn't realize. I was like, wait, what? That's insane. I didn't I didn't him. even
1: realize he was on there. I didn't
0: either until wow. I just, bam. Oh, but I wasn't okay. going
1: gonna, gonna to pick him up anyway. I had Thielen. Like, I don't want both of them yeah. because uh, one of them is going to suck and one of them is going to be good. <laughs> <Yeah. and laughs> you, you just want to stick whichever one you got out there and it's, hope it's not hope that it's, one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, Stefan Diggs in that performance, seven for 167 and three. Yeah. Um, Unreal. Can you honestly be confident in putting him in your lineup going forward? Yeah. <sighs> With a, a 5, a 9, a 4, a 15, and a 7 previous five weeks. And then a 45. Yeah, that, 88 total points, and half
1: of them were in one game so if, far. If you can survive on a 10-point week with him, if you can survive on 10 points, you can put him in your lineup. But if you cannot survive on a 10-point week, then you cannot put him in your lineup to hope for another 30, 40-point week. Right. You have to have something that's more consistent in the 15s to 20s because – 10 points may not win you a game
0: yep uh i'm just looking forward here i mean we're we're six weeks deep so yep. it's time to start looking ahead a little bit um most people are kind of knowing if they're going to be able to make the playoffs or not at this point mm-hmm. there's going to be some surprises there might be a couple more injuries that'll yep sh- you know shake it up but at this point you can look forward i mean I'm five and zero oh in a league. I'm still playing to be undefeated in that one. I'm four and one in a couple of leagues, so I I'm pretty sure I'm going to make the playoffs in these. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to start looking at the fantasy playoffs. Mm-hmm. And for Stefan Diggs, he's going against the Lions, Chargers, and Packers. Okay. And the Lions' defense has been okay. Uh, mm-hmm. The Chargers has just not been that great. No. And the Packers, we
1: don't know. The Packers is weird. It's a weird one. And I know that they're, they're, we're play, we're doing this podcast right in the middle of the game, so I'm yes. not watching any of the I game right not, now. Yeah, not yet. But, I mean, the Packers are a weird team when it comes to their their passing defense. One week they're unstoppable. Yeah. And the next week it's like, okay, they're just a regular defense and there's nothing special here. So we'll see what's happening with this game that's going on right now. But I, I if there's no reason to think you can't start
0: somebody against the Packers at this point. Yeah, I, I had to look since I realized we were a half an hour deep into the game <laughs> yeah. and the Lions are up thirteen to nothing. Okay, then that's it. Uh, got that I, I, got I don't a, how they
1: score. How they score?
0: Carryon uh, Johnson has six carries for nine yards and a touchdown. Okay. Uh, Kenny Galladay, the guy I need to do good, is three for eighty-three at this point. But I don't remember what the other guy has that I'm playing against Mm. that I need Galladay to outscore by nine points. So Mm -hmm. right now I'm guessing I'm not there. Um, Oh, I think it was – (laughs) no. Although that was the uh, charity league, we we need uh, Aaron Rodgers to outscore – uh, Danny Amendola or maybe we're up by nine and trying to fend him off or something stupid. Well like that. we should hold that I, one would off. I would think that would hope one's so going Aaron
1: Rodgers work. would have to have a really bad
0: performance yes. to not fend that one off. Yes he would. But in the instance of Stefan Diggs, those teams you can't be confident going forward in the fantasy playoffs with Stefan Diggs. So if he has Yeah I mean it, it, there's an it, offer out there somebody wants to get Stephon Diggs from you. I would seriously consider it.
1: Yes, and if they have somebody from like the Jets, like who has a very easy schedule going forward, that's something you have to consider.
0: Yes, let's look at that. Where did I see Sam Darnold? There he is. Let's look at that schedule going forward. Obviously, the Patriots. Then we have the Jaguars, who are eh, Dolphins, Giants, Redskins, Raiders, Bengals, Dolphins, mm. the Dolphins would be in Week One of the fantasy playoffs. And then it's the Ravens and Steelers. The Ravens, Ravens, that not could so be much Steelers. Eh, I don't know yet. With yeah. Mika Fitzpatrick, they seem to be getting better. They're better. They're a better team than they were. But Sam Darnold could get one. you a win in Week One of the fantasy playoffs. Yeah, there's no doubt. If Almost. you have Sam Darnold,
1: or if you have Robbie Anderson, or Le'Veon Bell, I mean. You re- you probably have to give up quite a bit to get on from somebody because they're still using him and he's still going to be a high end uh, running back. Yep. But yeah, him. He's, yeah, I would even say Crowder. Once that gets into the he actually
0: default. had a bunch of targets again. Yeah. So yep. there you go. Um, another guy I was looking at who finally had a good game was Devonta Freeman. Um, not that great of a fantasy playoff schedule, Panthers, 49ers, Jaguars. Yeah. So, now, the reason I saw that one and I was like, ooh, was because the week 15 matchup for the Falcons is against the Niners. If their pass defense holds all year long, all you people out there with Matt Ryan and Julio, (laughs) I don't know what to expect. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Calvin Ridley has been decent, and Austin Hooper has been amazing. Yeah, he's been great. So... And everybody that rides those guys to the fantasy playoffs, they might have a difficult time getting to the championship.
1: Week. And the fact that you have a name of Julio, you might be able to trade that off to get something in return. you got to start looking at matchups down the road now because maybe Julio's not going to cut it for you.
0: Now, I'm looking at the Eagles' schedule. Mm-hmm. These, including this last week, the three weeks that they're uh, on the road, are tough. It was at the Vikings. Right. Yes. We're at the Cowboys. We never know what to expect. We usually win in Dallas and then they beat us in Philly. <laughs> then we play at the Bills. Mm, and that's, that's going to be hard. a difficult one. Yeah. Then against the Bears, then the bye week, then the Patriots and the Seahawks. <sighs> Tough schedule. But that's... then you look, if you need a win to get in the playoffs, week 13, we play the Dolphins. Oh, <laughs> yes. Week 14. First week of fantasy playoffs we play the Giants. Mhm. Week 15. Redskins? Redskins. <laughs> <laughs> and week 16 we're back versus the Cowboys at home. And usually it's a decent fantasy performance. We may not end up winning, yeah, but but I you can at really... least get through to the Super Bowl game. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I really like the Eagles' schedule going in into the fantasy, fantasy playoffs. playoffs. Yes, that's a good schedule. That is amazing, right there. Now. Let's let's look at your boy Christian McCaffrey as soon as I can find Mm, him. But you're
1: still not going to trade him, no matter what. No, no, no. I
0: just want to see how they're going to get there. Uh, If you need a win to get into the fantasy playoffs, and you have Christian McCaffrey, they play the Redskins week thirteen. I mean, that's just going to be beautiful. Then the Falcons, who usually give up a a bunch of points, they're giving
1: up points. That's going to be beautiful. Then the Seahawks.
0: I don't care who it is. It's beautiful. <laughs> and then the Colts. So uh, it's not bad. Yeah. But uh, you know, just just going through some of these teams here, I want to see with the Buccaneers what their schedule <laughs> is because. Godwin has been amazing. He's He's actually the number one wide receiver receiver in fantasy right now. They said
1: he was never coming off the field, and so far that has been amazing. This
0: guy has 54 targets through six games. Yeah. (laughs) And that was, uh, he had week three, which was his worst week. He only had four targets. Yeah, take that out. Wow. Yeah, 12 targets this last week, 10 for 151 and no touchdowns. He's got six (laughs) touchdowns on the year through six games. That's looking pretty good. Mm -hmm. Nope, and I was going to look at it, but uh, where did he go now? I'm looking on, <laughs> of course, where did he go? I can look at Mike Evans for the schedule. Here he is. <laughs> uh, week 13, Jaguars, 14 Colts, 15 Lions, 16 Texans. Can't really yeah. say much about those. Uh,
1: that's kind of, that's somewhat of a difficult one there. Yeah. Uh, but what? it's still Godwin. You still have to play him. Oh, yeah, you're you going to play, play him. him.
0: What are you going to do? Was just looking, you know, maybe for some... Jameis Winston Hope. <laughs> That's, that didn't, sorry. sorry. Now where's the guy I was looking for, Terry McLaren. <laughs> this guy has been a godsend to the yeah, Washington no doubt. Redskins. I, he is he's something else. and The only time he hasn't scored is either if he was out or the one game versus the Patriots. Uh, he has mm, yeah. five touchdowns in yep. five games played. Uh, his best performance this last week, four for 102 touchdowns. And I put him back in on a whim. I was like, Case Keenum's back. This should be okay. Playing against a crappy team. All now watch right, watch
1: out, though, because if Keenum's not going to play, if they end up putting in their other
0: guy. I don't think it's going to happen. Dwayne Haskins
1: they, they just is not can't. good. They can't do it. They, they can't they, read a defense. They have to know. They have to. They have to know he's not ready.
0: So let's look at this one. This will be our last one. If you need a win, they're playing against the Panthers, whatever. Week 14 against the Packers, whatever. Yeah. Week 15 versus the Eagles, if our secondary still sucks.
1: Yeah, I like that.
0: And then week 16 versus the Giants. Terry McLaurin could be a championship-winning wide receiver.
1: Well, I th- he's just the only guy on the team they can trust in any way. <laughs> it is. So... Why not? Why not just go for them anyway? because most people still don't know. Ex- I mean, there's some leagues out there. I, I I don't want to call it out per se. Yeah, but there's a league out there that I know of that McLaurin nobody had him until I told the person to go pick him right. up. I know. It's like you can you can get away with things when you have a, a league where people don't
0: know, of course, what they're doing. Yeah and then even week 16 people were like who's that Terry McLaren guy that you got? I've yeah, well, if you don't know for, if,
1: uh, you, if you know uh, nothing and you're playing for money. Yeah. This isn't just a free league. You're playing for money against people that don't know what they're doing. This is a that's the best situation. You can't get better than that. No,
0: you can't. So uh, yeah, uh, that's just something I wanted to throw out there. People start thinking about these things. If there's some yes. guys out there, you know, like Deshaun Jackson, yeah, and Alshon Jeffrey, who mm-hmm. just are getting overlooked or have been on the bench because they've been injured. Those are guys you can trade for for not that much, yep. and they might ride you through the playoffs to a championship. What do you want for the John Jackson? Dude, I need every <laughs> ounce of points I can get from any of my guys. I was so badly injured in that week, this week, just so bad. I yeah, you nothing. You had a very bad week, which is
1: good for me because if I win this week, which is a chance, yeah. I'll be 7-3. and three. You're going to drop to 7-3. and three. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. It's going to be I need. I need it because the guy that – is in the lead of my division, right. is almost unstoppable. Right. His team is amazing. And I saw what was his bench points, outscored <laughs> almost more than half the league's starters. Yeah. And that guy has got something going. And I, I always have to be in the division <laughs> yes, with the best flipping team.
0: And you even flip flop to the yeah, other I side. Yeah, I flip flopped and I'm not even
1: in that division. But yeah, you look at the Jets on the other side. Because I'm on the Saints and I, yeah. I was on the Jets, but the guy that took over my team, he is almost clinched a, a playoff game already. Already, he's nine and one, <laughs> probably going to be ten and one, and oh no, he's going to be nine and one. And the other guys are like, they have like three wins. Oh no! So he's almost already a playoff team. That's how quickly things can happen in a league like that. Yep. I love that. That's why I like that league.
0: Well, Jamal Williams just scored on a receiving touchdown to throw that out there. So mm, I
1: could have picked him up.
0: Yeah, I think I ended up dropping him in most places. Yeah. But uh, there you go. You never know what to expect in the NFL this year. <laughs> but that is probably going to do it for us. I just wanted to make everybody start thinking ahead just a little bit. Hopefully, as we go, it will be more clear, and we will look at these matchups in the playoffs a little closer. And uh, hopefully, we can guide you to a championship victory. Yep. Uh, that's going to do it for us. Uh, thanks for watching, listening. Subscribe, like, heart, follow, bell, ding dong, whatever <laughs> there is out there. Uh, We appreciate it. Um, Toot
1: your whistle. Yeah,
0: go check out uh, TheVeiledMonarch.com and TheVeiledWest.com if you're into audio dramas. I think we got a host from Network. There he is again. So we'll give him a few minutes after the show and we'll talk to some people. Um, Yeah, and uh, don't forget to stay fueled up this fantasy season.